Good morning, everyone. Happy is it Tuesday, and welcome to episode number 51 of the Still City Insider Podcast. It's a new year. It's 2023. I'm one of your hosts alongside Jim Wexel. Uh, oh, yeah. My name is Jeremy Ritz, by the way. And we're so excited to talk to you about the Steelers' big win over the Baltimore Ravens. Jim, I can't wait to hear your takes today on this weekend's game. Oh, man. My takes, they're just incredible. Great <laughs> You know, like uh, they beat the Ravens, the number three defense in the NFL. And uh, so let's complain about the Steelers. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. And they have a very, uh, very, very small chance. Well, maybe a bigger chance than they had last week of getting into the postseason. They obviously have to take care of business with the Cleveland Browns. But then they're going to need the Bills to defeat the Patriots. And then the Jets are going to have to defeat the Dolphins. But we'll get into all that. But most importantly, Jim, how was your new year? It was great. It was great. Any any resolutions or anything this year? I, you know, yeah. Okay, there is one. You know, all these years I've been brushing and then flossing. <laughs> I, somebody said that you floss before you brush, and I, I can't believe I didn't know that. So that's my resolution. All right. Hey, hygiene. That that's that's wonderful. And and yes, it's it's floss before brush. I I, I never knew that. <laughs> I just you know. Okay, so yeah. we're eight and eight, and uh, we move on. Um, you know uh, uh, what's interesting is what's going to go on with the bills. See, I don't buy this um, uh, percentage was that low. Mm. I, I I don't think it's that low i don't think it's that difficult to see the bills beating new england or um miami losing are they are they down to their third fourth string quarterback what what do yeah. they have th- and who I are they playing the jets the J- Oh, this yeah. is when teams like the jets win when yeah. nothing matters and it's a division game and where's it at new york it's in miami Oh, okay. Miami. Yeah, I'll make it a little more difficult, but still, who's quarterbacking Miami? Uh I, I know. I think they're on their third stringer, and uh, I read somewhere that potentially Joe Flacco could be the quarterback for the Jets. How? Okay. Uh, the irony there. What a storyline. <laughs> yeah. So, who, why is this so hard to believe? And then beating the Browns. Now I know that my perception of the Browns changed a little bit uh, because they played so well last week and it looks like the quarterback's playing well. Um, But before that I had envisioned them firing their coach right after a Steelers game again, you know, looking down at the, down in the press box at the poor uh, Cleveland writers, you know, they can't just finish the year by writing football. Now they got (laughs) to do the story about how the owner just fired the coach in the locker room. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I I saw that happening. So um, the one uh, fly in the ointment had been, will Buffalo need the game? Well, that's now all up in the air after last night. What yeah. I, I don't know how the NFL is going to proceed. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's not a Ryan Shazier kind of setback, you know, where the Steelers were just gutted. Uh, because it looks like Hamlin's going to recover, mm-hmm. right? As far as I can, uh, as far as I'm reading, yeah, and resume playing. I, I, I guess. I mean, we're just guessing here. Yeah, 
Yeah, that, um, that scary moment last night. It was scary, and it's going to be scary for another day or two, but I don't know that, you know, the Ryan Shazier thing, man, it was uh, really hard for the players to continue on. Yeah. yeah. And focus. So um, who knows what is going to happen with the Bills, but my feeling is, and I kind of want to, you know, I I, I kind of want to make Buffalo the favorite to win the Super Bowl now with with just because of the storyline. All you know, Buffalo, what they lost four consecutive Super Bowls, and you wonder how how those people could survive all of that. And then you know, this year with the, the huge storms they've been hit with, and and this incident last night, it's almost like uh, the 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 night is blackest before the dawn. It, yeah. it almost feels like Buffalo is being set up to win it all because of all of this uh, just just hideous stuff that's happening to those poor people up there. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, I, I have a feeling they're going to need this game and they're going to win this game. And it, I, I think the most difficult of the, the three is going to be the Steelers beating the Browns. Yeah. I mean, they, they, in my opinion, it's in their hands. They had troubles that first contest. Now, I know it was a Thursday night early on in the season, but they couldn't get a hand on Nick Chubb and he just ran through the Steelers defense. But before we get into preview, go ahead. Do you think any running game scares them now? Um, Probably not. I'm still not convinced that they're they're better, that they're 100 percent corrected i mean they still gave up 120 yards albeit to a strong baltimore team but <sighs> i mean they've played baltimore atlanta uh carolina and baltimore again i mean i think they're ready they've for any it. running game yeah. that anyone has to offer they've seen it yeah no they doubt. don't need to have first round picks at every freaking position <laughs> i'm just saying I, I i think that they're improved they're better but I still think that they could be had for some yards there. So I, I definitely see some improvement. But let's get into that. Let's get into the Baltimore game. Um, and let's start there on the defensive side of the ball. They held Baltimore to 13 points. Um, they did much better against the run, as you alluded to earlier, than they did in that first contest. And, you know, um, different pairing there at inside linebacker with Robert Smolane and Mark Robinson. The rookie gets his first start. What was your takeaway from the defense in this game versus the Ravens? It's funny. Somebody said Steelers used a high school defense to stop the Ravens. Well, the Ravens use a high school offense. <laughs> I mean, you know, they just put the biggest guy at fullback and, and you know, use, use eight offensive linemen. So, uh, but the, the thing that worked is that it's a physical they're stronger than everybody. And I know Tyler Huntley can't throw worth diddly. And he's looking worse and worse every time I see him. <laughs> but, you know, that offense worked the last time. So they used a, a counter with the high school defense, the old 6-2, uh, actually a 4-4-3. I loved it. I loved it. That was old school football. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. And so just because it's a high school defense doesn't mean that it can't be effective, you know? It of course, of course, <laughs> there's there are more intricacies involved than that. And Robinson was, you know, that that took some guts to use him. 
It's funny. Uh, I don't know if it was Jeff Schwartz, one of, one of the experts I follow on Twitter, said this guy's like James Harrison, only plays middle linebacker. I mean, you guys got to pull out my stuff from the spring. I said, this guy runs like Harrison, hits like Harrison, but if he, of course, is not Harrison, doesn't have that kind of leverage, that kind of pure strength to rush the passer, but he's an inside backer. <clears throat> so I, I just, I love that. And Spillane looked really good too. Yeah. He really yeah. did. Yeah. So uh, it, it took some guts for the Steelers to say, okay, Devin, that's enough. And, you know, if Miles Jack had remained healthy, who knows if Devin would have even played. Yeah. And that that's probably the uh, the writing on the wall for after this season, they're not going to extend Devin's contract. I can't can't see that happening. But think about Robinson that stood out to me is just his burst. Whenever he commits to going after the ball carry, it's just it's almost instantaneous. And you'd have to imagine getting this year under his belt and progressing next year. He could be, you know, a nice role player in this defense. I don't know if I'd say starter, but God, he just, he looks explosive. Well, I mean, it's a process. Let him, I, I, I'm not going to say he's not going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know that you, you, you don't draft a guy because of him. Mm. You know, I mean, they, they need some help there, but I don't know. You don't need early help. Yeah. I, I would hope that they're done with that philosophy of drafting inside linebackers in the first round. Uh, there are teams like the Rams that just won the Super Bowl. That that's a drafting no no for them. They will not take an inside linebacker in the first three rounds. Yeah, yeah. So uh, defensively, again, the big story was just the the team coming up with big plays. Huntley didn't play well, but really the the story of this game was the the offense. And it's Kenny Pickett. We'll get to him, but the offensive line dominated, dominated. Capital D. The Baltimore Ravens. Defense, something that I didn't see coming, but the push that they were getting was incredible. And both Harris and Jalen Warren played extremely well. The team almost hit 200 yards rushing. I think they had 198 yards. Um, were you impressed with the offensive line? Oh, you had to be. And I didn't include it in my notes column. I, you know, I, I'm I'm just excited that a, a rookie quarterback is playing in such big games and playing well and directing them to uh clutch drives back to back yeah and even kenny said and i asked him i said what what i got thomas said you guys grew up do you feel it you know you've had a couple days to marinate on it do you feel it he goes yeah but i I gotta doesn't mean anything to me i gotta do it again i gotta get ready to do it again and he did it again so he he had he had a perfect uh mindset coming into this i i just like Everything about him except his uh, deep ball touch. Mm. And I'm spoiled because I watched Roethlisberger practice for 18 years. Yeah. And it's just not there. And it's not going to be there for the kid. He's going to hit a few. I mean, he's got a guy in picking, uh, Pickens. I'm going to get Pickett Pickens <laughs> confused forever. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a problem. And don't, you know, I, I know you hate the coordinator, but Trump plays – with a rookie quarterback and a 12 second year guys on the offense. I mean, I'm counting uh, guys like Daniels and Cole as first and second year Steelers. Everybody's new coordinators in his second year. The receivers coach is new. The tight ends coach is new. The offensive line coach is new. This is a brand new offense and it's going to take time to get what everybody wants is 
we want bigger plays now. <laughs> and and you don't have the quarterback like Ben that can scare a defense into not just setting up big plays, but setting up intermediate plays off of the threat of big plays. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a forever problem, but there's a lot to really like. And as you said, the offensive line in the running game, that's what we've wanted. You know, people want to pick it in the shotgun and spread it out and get chunk plays and stop with the high school offense. But uh, do we want to go back to 2002, 2003 again with Tommy Maddox and Amos Zeraway and, and all the pass blocking? That's not Pittsburgh. It just yeah. can't be Pittsburgh. It's been proven it's not Pittsburgh. Yeah. This is where it starts, and it's starting. There's no – I tell you, I'll bet any money that I'm firing the offensive coordinator. I mean, I, I w- I've been highly critical of Matt Canada, um, and I'll eat some of my words, not saying that it's been perfect, but – Six and two following the bye. And the biggest thing for me was to get that running game going. Yeah. And it's, it's going. And it's, yeah. it is, it's so physical. I, I felt like yeah. I was watching the, now, Najee Harris isn't the bus, but the just seeking out the contact and dishing it out and just the, the nice compliment that Jalen Warren provides. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it is. It really is. Uh, Two things, other things about Najee, um, pulling Pickett out of one hole that wasn't working and pushing him into another <laughs> one was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a long, long time. That yeah, was great. That was cool. And the touchdown catch. You know, we all want to put it on Pickett. Uh, but I loved what Tomlin said. Two competitive guys who were focused on finishing. And that's been a problem, right? Yeah. And I know this is the Ravens. <laughs> And let's pull back a little bit on on running uh, that well against a team without a Hall of Fame tackle who was injured, Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and their nose tackle has been hurt all year too. So the their the two studs in the interior were gone. Still, they have two excellent inside linebackers, and those two replacements aren't bad. And you know everybody deals with injuries. And yes, Tyler Huntley's a backup quarterback, but get a better backup quarterback the Steelers have two better backup quarterbacks than than Huntley by by millions of miles better than Tyler Huntley yeah yeah and so the Ravens are going to have a problem there uh if if they continue if they're going to franchise Lamar Jackson and continue with this offense it's 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 fun when it's working but you you got to get you you want to get T Martin to be your backup quarterback just to keep the <laughs> a little bit we can't actually run. Huntley really isn't that kind of runner at all. <clears throat> yeah. Pickett may even have a better 40 time than Huntley. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I, I just want to hit on again is just <clears throat> the the way in which this team won. You know, the, the was it 57 seconds left on the clock. Hostile territory in Baltimore. They're playing for the ability to win the AFC North the following week. In Cincinnati, they have to go to Cincinnati. If they win two in a row, they win the AFC North. Rookie quarterback, second-year running back, young offensive line, young receivers, and they somehow make the play. And we talked, and you talked all year about just the growth and development of this team. But you look at guys like Harris, Pickett, George Pickens, Pat uh, Fryermuth. I think I got it right that time. But these guys just continue to get better and gel and grow. You know, I don't want to get 
too far ahead of myself here, but you have to, even regardless of what happens this year, next week with the postseason, you have to feel good about 2023. I know they only scored 16 points, but it was against the NFL's third number three defense and points allowed. They were playing at home in a game they needed in prime time. This wasn't Steeler Nation taking over that stadium either. This was a tough, gut-earned win. Yeah. And all those young guys you mentioned, you know, there were six rookies in the front line. I'm not counting Connor Hayward as a starter, but he was in the on that first series doing a lot of things. I know he played 17% of the snaps. It seemed like more, but that's the sixth rookie. Um, Jalen Warren. Uh, uh, now, you know, Gunnar Olszewski, somebody's been in his ear about blocking. He took out three Ravens on that 30-yard run by Warren. Wow. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, Miles Boykin, he's in there blocking all the time. I mean, all of these guys are, are really busting it, and that goes to the head coach. You know, we can we can argue about the coordinator, and they did only score 16 points, and there is a problem with, with getting bigger plays, but uh, the head coach has kept this team focused, and, and what did Tomlin say to Pickett as he walked off the field? You know, what, what's that going to do for Kenny Pickett? You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had coaches that I'm that kind of guy. I've, I've always needed that kind of – I'm an attaboy guy. I need yeah. that. I don't need, you know, well, let's see what you can do next week. Okay, I get all that. Keep your head – keep grounded and stay focused. But there's something about being jacked up by your, your – knowing that your head coach is proud of you, you know. <laughs> and that, that's cool. And yeah. You know, there's also the uh, the Steelers are 0-1 after Marcus Allen and Mike Tomlin dance on TikTok. <laughs> so that's a, that's a worry. But, um, um, and again, an unidentified player off the bench <laughs> cost them 15 yards. This one wasn't as bad as last week when Terrell Edmonds came off the bench. I don't know who came off the bench this time, but, I mean, come on, people. <laughs> Let's learn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Biggest win of the season, the signature win of Kenny Pickett's young career so far. And now the attention shifts over to the Cleveland Browns who have to come to Pittsburgh. And I don't know if they announced the time of the game yet. It was TBD. Uh, I don't know if that's been released yet, but there are playoff. 1 p.m. OK, 1 p.m. Playoff imp implications. They have to win. The Bills need to beat the Pats. The Jets have to beat the Dolphins. Jim, any any gut feeling, intuition, or logic that you want to share here of how you see this transpiring next weekend? Well, I, I think Cleveland really kind of uh, rectified a, a sinking situation, and they would love to come in here and be a spoiler. And, mm -hmm. and I I think they have a good coach. I I, I was surprised at the rumblings about uh, getting rid of him. Um. I know they're they're playing poor. They were playing poorly up until last week. So I think he's a good coach. I think he can rectify the situation. I think they have a good quarterback. Um, they have a great running game. I don't know what they have as a receiver at receiver right now. Do you fantasy guys out there know, know this stuff better than me? But they're going to be a dangerous team, and the Steelers have to come back down to earth after two emotional wins right in a row. Uh, you know, they're going to need a stadium full of jacked up people, which they really didn't have the last time out. You know, yeah. Oakland, that was a half filled stadium. Yeah. So uh, this will it'll be a tough game. And they're they're not. A, they still have a rookie quarterback, even though you have to like what you see. You just have to. It's about time everybody's catching up on this. 
I mean, I think we've liked him since the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- they do have a running game now, and they have an offensive line, and uh, it's exciting, and uh, they're they're relatively healthy. And so, yeah. I, I I can't make a prediction. I haven't done my handicapping yet, um, but um, uh, I and I did take um, <laughs> I uh, I teased the over in the Rose Bowl with uh, the Browns plus nine and a half. I mean, the the Steelers were getting two or two and a half against the Ravens mm-hmm. week before the Raiders were getting two, two and a half. You know, these Steelers just aren't going to blow people out. <laughs> so I've already taken the Browns plus, I think, 10, something like that <laughs> on a teaser. So, but not now that I have uh, that open, I can uh, I can come back and take the Steelers on the other side and open up a big middle. Yeah, We're getting a little technical here. Yeah. You're you're a day trader. You, yeah, you know, but, this is day trading with football. Uh, they're the kind of the same, but not really. Well, you're 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 messing with numbers. You're trying to uh, minimize risk. Yes, minimize risk. Open up big holes, and uh, but it's just they're not going to blow people out. So I, I just wanted to tell you, I've already taken the Browns with a, with double digits. Okay. In what probably will be a cold game. And a nervous game for the Steelers, and a, uh, a let it all hang out kind of attitude with Cleveland. And you know what? We have not seen this play yet, and I've been calling for it all season. We have not seen the fake punt from Presley Harvin. We didn't see it last year. We didn't see it this year. The 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 pass. You guys got to give up on this. He threw one pass in college football. He was a midget league quarterback. He, they don't want him handling the ball. He's overweight. I mean, this is. When, no, when, come on, Jim. It's no fun. No, no. When the kicker threw, when the kicker threw a, a fake uh, field goal, and the kicker got blasted because he had to scramble, everybody blasted the play call, which the exact same play worked two years earlier, and everybody loved the play call. They want Presley Harvin to run it. That dude is what three hundred pounds. It's not three hundred pounds of uh, of Cam Hayward in shape. It's like Jared Lorenzen. Remember him for the Giants several years back, that big boy to play quarterback for the Giants? Well, but, but he played the position. This guy, you're, you're asking an out-of-shape 300-pounder. Come on. Come on. Come and on. You just, call, you just call Presley Horvin out of shape. He's going to talk to you on Twitter. Anyway, that, that's going to wrap up episode number 51. Hopefully, we're talking – to everyone next week about a Steelers win over the Browns and a postseason berth. And if not, there's still a lot of optimism heading into next season. Please check out Jim's work at the Still City Insider. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jim Wexel. You can check out my work at thestillstudy.com. Give me a follow at Still Study. Hit the like button, subscribe. We got a bunch of new subscribers last week. Thank you so much. Continue to share with your family and friends and we'll see you next week. Jim, have a good one. I'm glad we're all having a happy new year. So we'll let it continue. Let's keep it going. Thanks, everybody. See you, Jeremy.